Ooh. <laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back. It's been a long time. What's up, Tiff? It's been a long time since verbal cardio has cracked off. We went on hiatus in December, did a little holiday, little hiatus joint. And then I kept the hiatus going for verbal cardio. I was like, man, let me get the extra rest needed so I can be at my optimum best when, when we back to work. Um, so we are back. I still been drinking water the whole time. My co-host extraordinaire, water. Y'all need more water in your life. I can already tell. Some of y'all look dehydrated behind the eyes, man. Get in on this water, man. The whole time I was on hiatus, I was drinking water. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it confused. Don't do none of that. Drink water. Make water a priority in your life. That should be your main priority on the day-to-day. I know we busy. I know we got lives. I know we got schedules. I know we got family. We got loved ones. We got lovers. We got whatever you got going. But throughout all of that, it's all irrelevant if you ain't drinking enough water, man. Because when your health goes to shit, when your health goes to shit, everything else kind of fades away, man. You're fighting for your goddamn life. You ever get sick, like sick so bad that you're down for the count? Or you just in the bed, stuck, or you in the hospital, laid up, you're helpless. All you thinking about is, man, I would give anything to just be at 100%. When you're down for the count, when your body ain't right, when you're sweating bullets, when you're fighting through the pain and discomfort, nothing can console you but but health. The only thing that can make you feel better is health. No matter what your wife or husband or mom or dad may say, no matter what your kids might say, they're just making you comfortable while you're fighting for your life. And all you sitting there thinking about is, man, the days when I felt better than this. Oh, that was a good time. That was a good ass time when I wasn't in this pain or I wasn't in this discomfort. Man, remember that? Man, that one random Wednesday when I was just running errands, healthy, my body was working. You take those little moments for granted until you down for the count. And water is going to help prevent a lot of the down for the count moments in your life. It's not, it's not going to be the end all be all cure all. You got to do other stuff, but water is in on it, man. It's part of it. They say, yo, when you get sick, man, drink plenty of fluids, man. Keep the fluids pumping, man. Your health is your wealth. Everything, no matter how rich you get, man, when your health is down, you'd be like, man, how much can I pay y'all to make me feel better? Well, I mean, we trying our best, but the pain is the pain. Oh, God damn it. But I'm worth millions and billions. Yeah, but you're still dying. So remember, your health is your wealth, man. Keep it up. And water is connected to that health. Mm. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. I got to give a shout out to my patron saints, man. The people 
the real ones, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my patron saints, man. Sharon McD, Miranda Cummings, um, Coco Puff, Laura, Miss Re Renee, J. Edwards, Two Jesse, Queen Cat, uh, Sandy Slay, Tanisha Turner, Sharon McD, Gladys Diaz, Train, KMJ21, Juanita uh, Bradford, Chef Matt Owens. There's so many people to shout out in here. Veronica J. Salim, Ouch Charlie, King Panda, Keisha, Elijah, Cat87, Cat D. Spain, Laura, Candy Cammy, Michelle S., Mikey McZochi, Randomly CJ, Kobe McGuire, Aomi, Cutie B, Michelle S., man. There's so many, man. Um, made money, honey. What's up? Um, now, mind you, you people in the IG Live, you're not getting the full live episode. You're not, you're not getting this full live experience. I'm going to cut the camera off in the middle of, not even in the middle of the episode. I'm cutting the camera off in a couple minutes. So if you want to see this podcast, you're going to have to, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow when it drops on my YouTube page or wherever you get your podcast from on the audio tip. You're not going to be able to get it today in full unless you are a member of my Patreon. Shout out to the new members that I got today, Nadia, Joshus, Sandy, and Shannon. So I got four new members today. I want to get one more member today. So if you're in this IG and you want to join my Patreon so you can see the, the live podcast, you see live daddy issues, live verbal cardio, the movie nights, the music nights, the game nights. If you want to get in on all that, join my Patreon, click the link in my bio, click that Patreon tab and join. Now, if you do the free membership, you're not, you're not going to get the perks. You're not going to see none of, of what I just said. So I need, I want one more new paid member today. I got four. I want one more. I like to get five every time we do this. You on the way? All right. I appreciate you, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Um, We back, man. Let's talk about the elephant in the room, man. Nicki Minaj. Meg The Stallion. Beefing. Rap beef. Rap beef is always in the picture somewhere. It's always in the picture somewhere. Good old rap beef. Meg Thee Stallion put out a song called Hiss. And that's been her theme with this new project, man, Snakes. Um, and, you know, she, she, you know, she fired some shots off at several people. And then Nicki Minaj, I guess, apparently went on some rants on social media ever since his drop. And then she dropped an audio of, you know, her sending shots at Meg Thee Stallion. Big, Bigfoot being one of the main shots fired. And I heard the Nicki Minaj, I heard his. His is aggressive. His is like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. All right. All right, well, oh, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll bet that then. The Nicki Minaj clapback, I did not like it. I didn't like it one bit. I don't have a, let me, let me, let me be clear. Let me say this up front. Let me, let me open with this. I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't have a cat in the fight. I don't have a snake in the fight. 
uh, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj, they don't equal they don't equal ground with me. Like I don't I don't have a I don't have a dog in the fight. So I'm gonna just make that clear out the gate. I'm not I'm not a big listener to either one of them. So I'm just coming here. I'm from the outside. I'm from the outside just looking. So I'm basing this on just claps. The clap and the clap back. The Nicki Minaj joint was not it. Was not it. At all. And I know Nicki Nikki can rap. Nicki, Nicki Minaj can rap. No question. You know what I'm saying? Monster, her her feature on Monster is one of the best rap features of all time, in my humble opinion. Like her feature on that, it was just, it was a star-making turn. It was just like, yo, man, this shit right here, the Monster feature, fire. But man, this clapback, man. Ugh. Ah. Ah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. Um, and y'all know me, man. I'm not. I'm not big on tearing women down. I don't like to do that, but but I can judge the the music and the output of the artistic, you know, product. And I I didn't like this clapback. I ain't like it, man. Mm-mm. And you know. Nicki Minaj has a crazy fan base. And when I say crazy, I don't mean like crazy massive, which it is. I mean like these these cats is crazy. The barbs or whatever. So now they they talking about showing up to Meg, Meg's mom's, you know, burial location and doing all this. Don't be weird fans, man. We get it, man. You a fan of Nicki, but don't don't be don't be doing wild shit that'll get you either hurt, killed, or put in jail. Or if you out here doing something where you're hurting or killing somebody or putting somebody in jail, just you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You know, so just be a fan. Just be a fan. Just be normal. Um, and you know what I noticed about Nicki Minaj over the years? I feel like it'd be a lot of friction with her and other female MCs. And Why do y'all think that is? Here, here's, here's my take on Nicki Minaj. And I could be mistaken. I could be mistaken. But I feel like Nicki Minaj is either, it could be two, two things or it could be one or the other. I feel like either she's ultra competitive with other female MCs or she's insecure or both. I feel like, you know, the the dust up with her and Cardi B, I feel like Nicki Minaj felt threatened by Cardi B because Cardi B was killing. And you could just see it. You could just see it in her reaction and in the stuff that she was doing. I was like, oh, she's she feels threatened here. And I feel like the one thing, the one thing we know about music and even with hip hop, whatever. There's enough to go around. There's enough to go around. And I feel like 
even in the, especially in today's landscape with these female MCs, these rappers. I don't know if you want to call them MCs. We'll just say female rappers. Female rappers are out here killing it. They out here in, in, in vast numbers killing it. There's several of them that are popping right now. So it's like, all right, but I, I feel like Nicki Minaj is a cut above the rest because she'll actually put out a dope-ass album that people are talking about, right? It might not be my personal cup of tea, but I know that the album, the body of work, the project is being talked about. Nicki Minaj pours into the project. And I'm a big fan of the album. That's that's me. Like if you ain't if you ain't got no classic album yet or fire total package project, then you can't be in my greatest conversations for me. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be putting out fire singles, but have you put together a fire album yet? That's what I'll be waiting on. Until then, you got potential. Until then, you're a feature killer. So, Nicki Minaj has put out dope projects that resonated, that sold well. We know that's what she do. And she, low-key, she had a great resurgence here recently with her latest project. It was doing numbers. It was doing all of all of all of the things. It was doing it. So when Cardi B's reign came, Cardi B's album, and Cardi B only has one official album, it was killing. The album killed. It was doing numbers. It was resonating. It, it was it was mad songs on there popping. Cardi B came into the game like a tidal wave. And Nicki Minaj was like, nah, man, fuck that. So it was just like, there's room for both of y'all to exist and pop and crack. You ain't got to, you ain't got to do this. You ain't got to be this defensive. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be like this. You could, you could, you could come in and share the wealth. Now the patron saints are really, they really want me to cut the, to cut the IG live off. So I'm cutting the IG live off, y'all. If y'all want to see the rest of this, join my Patreon or wait um, until the episode drops tomorrow because I'm about to talk about, I'm about to talk about my my favorite female MCs. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to see that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to join up for real. You can't just be freeloading on, on IG. You know what I'm saying? And let me just check. Okay, we got new members too. We got uh, Kara, K-A-R-A, Kara, I hope I said it correctly. And Dominique Watts just joined. So I got one, two, three, four, five, six new members joined today. I reached my quota and went over. So I appreciate y'all. Thanks for joining uh, I'm about to <laughs> freeload for life. Well, you freeload for life. Let me cut the camera off, man. Cutting y'all off. All right, y'all. Y'all be on it with the cut the IG live off. When do, when do y'all want me to cut it off? At what at what time do y'all be wanting me to cut it off? Because <laughs> y'all be like, cut it off. I feel like y'all stop listening to what I'm saying and y'all just be like, cut it off. 10 minutes, don't turn it on. Before you cut it on. 
immediately mid-sentence as soon as you start. Don't even go live. Don't even go live. I got to I gotta keep growing the Patreon, y'all. I got to keep growing the Patreon. I have to, I have to do two things simultaneously. Y'all hear me out. Hear me out. Patron saints, hear me out. I got to do two things simultaneously. I need to grow the Patreon and I got to grow the podcast. So if I give them too little, they not, they not going to get, they not going to get that feeling like, oh, we, we missing out on something. You got to give them a taste of the podcast so they can be like, man, this is a good time while it's live. So I gotta, I gotta give them a taste, man. You gotta give people a taste, man. Man, I'm missing out. So then they scramble and they join up. Y'all be like, man, cut it off. So I gotta, I still, I still trying to grow verbal cardio here, and the Patreon. So I gotta, I gotta make them feel like, yo, they gotta get in on this. But y'all not, y'all not hearing me though, huh? All right. Y'all not hearing me. All right. Well, that's, all right. <laughs> Y'all not having it. Y'all not having it. Okay. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about you feel me. All right. I, I, you know. All right. <laughs> Next time, don't warn them. Y'all some cold pieces in here, man. Um, but y'all feel what I'm saying? Like, you know, Cardi B can pop. Here's the thing about here's the thing about music and competition and stuff like that. I know I know hip hop is competitive. You know, it, it was birthed in like battles, like you know, breakdance battles and graffiti battles, and like you know, who's the best MC? Who's running New York? You know, it's rooted in direct competition. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I'm the best. No, I'm the best. Who the king? The best. See, I'm the best man. I did it. Remember that? Um, but, uh, but we, we, we're in a, we're in a world now where hip hop is just huge. So, and we're also in a super consumption heavy era where people just consume music nonstop. They're consuming new music nonstop. Albums, albums drop, they drop, they drop, they drop. People, mm, yeah, new album, new album. I'm on to the next, I'm on to the next, I'm on to the next. So now, you know, not artists can't keep up with the demand of people's ears. So Nicki Minaj can drop an album, it pops for a year. And then Cardi B can come out and drop an album that pops for a year. You know what I'm saying? There, there should be no... There should be no feeling threatened because you can't you can't put out a fire a fire, true fire project every year. They're they're a cast that release projects yearly. You know what I'm saying? Like a mixtape here, a mixtape there. But it's like, all right, this is cool, this is cool. But how many are truly fire? You know what I mean? So, and usually the fire albums take time. Kendrick takes his time. Cole takes his time. Drake kind of just be like, I got to put some out. And we see how people respond to, to the projects. They'd be like, yeah, this one, this one was mid. This one was good. And this one, you know what I'm saying? So, but within that, there's room for people to coexist and be hot. You know what I'm saying? Let me pause there for a second and go into uh, my ad. 
So prize pick, right? Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than uh, on two to six player uh, stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. All right. So the big game is around the corner. Prize pick is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000, okay? Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to get in on some of the stuff that's going on in the Super Bowl, now's a good chance to join prize picks. It's demon time on prize picks. You can now win up to a hundred times your own money with as little as four correct picks. Um, demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting ways to play at prize picks. Squares marked with the red demons or the green goblins get you different payouts. You can now win up to a hundred times your own money. Um, and if you want to play alongside some of prize picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab on the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Prize picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in the play, even if one of your player gets injured. Uh, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who ex exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Prize Picks is really simple to play and uh, I can make play. I can I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. So it's pretty much as you go. Um, and that's dope that you're playing with like ex players and like people that you may know of um, players and stat types. You're selecting highlight your winnings from prize picks. How fun and simple the experience is of playing the game. It's, it's dope. Um like you can pick like Steph Curry for more than 29 points and Nik Nikola Jokic for more than 10 rebounds or Anthony Davis for more than two blocks and Damian Lillard for more than 43, four three-pointers made. So you can really just like craft your own like little bet and say, be like, all right, I think Steph Curry is going to get 31 points in this game and you can make that your bet. So that's dope, man. Uh, go to prizepicks.com slash verbal and use the code verbal for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash verbal and use the code verbal for a first deposit match up to $100, man. So get in on it, man. Um, this sounds like fun, man. I'm going to get in on it. I'm going to get in on it because I'm like, yo, man, this sounds like a good time. Because I've been, I've been, y'all know I'm a Bulls fan. So I'm like, yo, I think Kobe White is going to get more than 15 points in this game. And I'm, I'm going to do that. That's going to be my little, that's going to be my little joint. I can worry about my own team. I'd be like, all right, DeMar DeRozan's going to get 18. Kobe White's going to get 15. Uh, Andre Drummond is going to get 10 rebounds if he's starting. Let's get it. Let's get it cracking. Let's get it popping. I kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Do not bet on them Bulls to read it. Say, you know, it's always the haters, man. The haters just be coming out the woodwork, man. 
the haters be coming out the woodwork when you're trying to get your life together and you're trying to be loyal to your team, the haters want to come out the woodwork. And Slarita is a hater. I never hate on the Knicks, but he always want to hate on my bull. You know, some people, some people just want to hate. Some people just want to hate, man. Even, even when you don't get their team no static, they just be like, man, your team sucks. Some people like, you just like to hate. This is who you is. Now, My favorite female MC of all time is Rhapsody. Rhapsody is my favorite female MC of all time. And I'll tell you why. It's the body of work. It's the output. It used to be Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill lost the title. She lost the title because... Of the lack of output. She just wasn't, she just wasn't putting enough out there. Rhapsody been putting stuff out. And her albums, her actual albums are fire. She ain't missed yet. She ain't missed yet on an album. She be killing features. She don't miss on her albums. Rhapsody is my number one. Anytime Rhapsody show up, I'm all in, man. Cue it up. And we all know that Lauren Hill don't give a damn about us as, as fans. Lauren Hill like, man, I'm going to be late. Y'all going to take it and hush. Be happy I'm here. That should be the name of her next album. Man, be happy I'm here. Here's a little funky album. Which which uh which Lauren Hill album title do you prefer? Here's your little funky album. Or y'all need to be happy I'm here. Great female MCs uh throughout time. MC Light, of course, Roxanne Shante, Queen Latifah, Moni Love, uh, Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, uh, Lynn Q, Bahamadia, um, who else we got? And I'm, uh, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot, who, whose track record is crazy. Eve, E-V-E, the brat. The brat was the first female MC to go platinum. Queen Latifah was the first female MC to go gold. Queen Latifah's Black Rain album was the first to go gold. Um, the Bratz Funkified album was the first to go platinum, man. Making strides. Jane Doe, Jean Grey. No talking, you feel me? Mystic, no name, left eye, Trina, Mia X. Um, you know, they was they was few, they was few and far between back in the day. Now these female rappers are they sprouting out everywhere. They like Starbucks now. They everywhere. They I can't keep I can't keep up with them now. I can't even keep up. Like now, like Shay Noir, I like uh Tierra Wack. Um I like Oh my god, I can't forget about Rod Digger. Lady Rage, Rod Digger, I can't fire. I remember Boss. Charlie Baltimore, I feel like she never 
I feel like Charlie Baltimore never got a full chance. I feel like she never got a full chance. Um, if y'all haven't heard, if y'all haven't listened to Shade Noir, you, you're doing yourself a disservice. Shade Noir, y'all need to y'all need to check in on that. Oh, oh my God, how could I forget Salt and Pepper? Salt and Pepper's here, yo yo. Um, there's also another. Uh, I like Armani Caesar. She rode with the Griselda crew. I like her, and I like. Uh, oh, I don't know how to say her name. She got like a hard name to say, but she dope as hell. And I also like Neelam. She dope too. I like her voice and flow. Um, yeah, y'all. But a lot of a lot of the ones that's 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 bubbling and popping, that's cracking right now. They got these these hot singles. I'll be like, I see y'all. I see what y'all doing. You know the the ice spices and the and the glorillas and the sexy reds. And I see I see what they doing out here. But ultimately, you know what I'm saying. I ain't really, I ain't really, I ain't really rocking with them like that long term. You know what I'm saying. I just don't. You know, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying. I don't want to be that guy to just be like. You know what I'm saying. It's just no good. I'm be like, you know, women go through enough struggle in life, so you know what I'm saying. They, they, they go, th women go through enough struggle out here. You know what I'm saying. They're already getting judged just in society as a whole. And these black women just trying to make it. They're trying to come up with it at the same time, man. You know what I'm saying. I don't really like. They, I don't really. I can't really connect. You know what I'm saying. They ain't really. They ain't really pulling me in. You know what I'm talking about. You feel me? You know what I'm saying. And they be all right. That's the thing. They be all right, but they ain't really talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying. And there's been dudes out here. They ain't been talking about nothing for decades, but now the women ain't talking about nothing you know what i'm saying so now i'm just like oh they ain't, they ain't talking about nothing i like doja cat as a rapper she got a dope flow like i like it when doja cat raps but a lot of, a lot of, you know what i'm saying you know i don't want to get specific you know names whatever but you know i just can't you know i ain't really connected you know what i'm saying and i get it you know what i'm saying you want to turn up you want to you know pop that booty open and you know what I'm saying? get money and shit you know what I'm saying? you got niggas and you get money and you but at the same time you know what i'm saying i'm tired of hearing that from dudes you know what i'm saying but you know i'm just hanging in there but you know it's just you know that ain't really drawing me in you know what i'm saying I ain't, you know what i'm talking about and i don't want to you know i don't want to give specifics like that you know what i'm saying because you know women go through enough as it is you know what i'm saying but at the same time you know what i'm saying that shit is just Shit is just trash, man. It ain't really pulling me in like that. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Like, I, you know, I don't like check in for a little bit, but then I'll just be like, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it, it, it's not just us. You know what I'm saying? You know, these clips go out to the masses. Oh, man. Ladybug from Diggable Planet, she was dope as hell, man. She was dope as hell. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. You feel me? You know? It's just, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't just want you just ripping them to shreds, but you know, in, in my own, you know, what I'm saying my own little opinion. You know, what I'm saying my own little opinion. It don't even really matter in the in the grand scheme of things. You know, I ain't really, I ain't really feeling a lot of them. You know, what I'm saying I just ain't, I just ain't even connecting. You know, what I'm saying I'm talking about you feel man. It's just, it's just. But I don't want, I don't want to get specific and just be bashing women up like that it's just you know what i'm saying but uh, god damn man you know what i'm saying but then y'all be like tone man you bash the male rappers you ain't feeling i don't really bash the male rappers you know too tough any i told y'all man i told y'all early man i used to, i used to go in i used to go in on 
artists that I wasn't rocking with. I used to tweet about them. I used to go and I used to be very verbal and upfront and out here until I saw like Flo Rida laughing at my jokes. He was at he was at a he was at a show I was doing. And I saw Flo Rida in the back of the room laughing at me doing doing stand-up comedy. And I was like, man, I felt terrible because I'll be like, man, I'll be, I'll be going in on his music on, on Twitter. If he was the, he, what if he left that venue then? What if he talked to me and be like, man, you are really funny, man. I like you, man. You dope. And then I, I, I'm thinking about the tweets I done put on. Like, man, his music is trash. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta just keep certain things to myself. And so, you know, I still, I still kind of move in that, you know, that vein where I just try not to really publicly shred people. Now, privately, you're going to get these shreds. Privately, the shreds is coming because I'll be like, man. So now I feel bad as an, as a, as an, as an artist myself, not, not in music, but just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting something out to the people for an audience to enjoy and ingest and take in. And then it'd be like, man, man, I really like your comedy, man. You was talking shit about me. It's cool that you don't like my music, but you had to rip me to shreds for several tweets. So I just try to be mindful of like, you know, so, but a lot of this shit ain't hidden for me, man. But but get your money, get your money, get your money up, do your thing, you know what I'm saying? Provide for your family, get a better life going, you know, do the best you can, you know what I'm saying? My only thing is, give me a good album, give me a good project, and give me some good content in them lyrics. I don't mean like you got to be on the up and up and you got to be honorable and deep and you know, on the social tip, but give me something that I can I can hold on to lyrically. Rhapsody does that for me. Rhapsody be telling stories. She just be creative with the bars. It just be I, I'm compelled to listen. If you if you just talking about the club, sex, money, and material shit. I can have a good time with it for a future for a couple tracks. And then I'm gonna be like, all right, well, what else are we talking about? Yo, yo, your booty hole brown? That's crazy. My booty hole brown as well. Where are we going after that? Even with the even dudes too. Y'all just be out here like, yo, I got this stack of money on my ear, man. I'm getting I'm getting crazy money. I can buy and sell you. Like, you can buy and sell me. That's great, but but what what else we talking about? You getting money, that's great, man. You getting money. You driving the Bugatti and you drive you drive a phantom inside your Bugatti. Okay, all right, but 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 what else we talking about? I like to look at rap like this. This is how I like to look at rap lyrics and rap content. If I was talking to you at a mixer, at a game night, at a party, at a whatever. If I'm having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you, and that's what we having in rap, we having a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Rap is conversational, right? If I'm talking to you 
And you just sitting there talking about, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? I got all these bitches lined up, man, you know what I'm saying? Dusting these hoes off, man. I'll even fuck your girl, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, you feel me? Shit, that's how I roll, man. I'm out here, man. Don't leave your girl around me, man. I tell her ass up, man. That's crazy, man. She's still texting me, man, because I'm getting money, man. I got money out here, man. I'm out here, man. I'm getting money, man. Stacks of cash, man. Look at this, man. Look at this right here, man. That's a money stack, man. What you know about this? You don't know nothing about this, man. You don't know nothing about this, man. Get your life in order, man. Get like me, but you ain't like me because you'll never be me. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me, man? I got a big ass. I got a crib in Miami, man. I got a, I got a little joint off in L.A., man. I got a little something tucked away in Denver, nigga. I got, I got stuff tucked away, man. I got three properties, man. I got something over in Europe, man. Shit, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, man? I'm out here getting mine. Look at what I got on, man. My shoes cost more than your whole son's college tuition. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? What we talking about? What we talking about, shorty? You want to get into it if you're feeling disrespected. You know what I'm saying? I got the chopper in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? I got the extended clip, the extended mag. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? I got the drum. I got the Tommy gun drum. If you want to get down and dirty, if your if your boys want to get in on it, they want to get a piece too. And I'm standing there like, all right, I don't really like this conversation. I'm gonna be bored with it, man. So, oh, so you, so you getting money, you getting money, you getting pussy. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, but when you give me, when you give me conversation of. Man, racism in America is still out here, man. You know what's crazy, man? I struggled too, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, I was like at the crossroads. Do do I do this life of crime or do I do something legit? Do I make my mom proud or do do I want to sell these drugs? I was conflicted, man. You know what I'm saying? I remember the first time I seen a murder and how that made me feel like later that day. You know what I'm saying? I felt less than because my shoes was run over and the girls wasn't, wasn't really rocking with me like that. So, you know, I tried to figure out ways to, you know, come up on my own. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? I remember I remember the first time I had sex. I remember like, yo, it wasn't cool to be a virgin then. So it was just like, yo, I really wanted to get with this girl. But it was my first time. And I didn't want to tell everybody it was my first time. And lo and behold, it was her first time too. That shit is compelling. Now I'm invested because I'll be like, yo, I was a virgin all the way through high school, man. I can relate. And I was like, yo. Those are the kind of bars that keeps me invested and glued in like a, a storyteller. Yo, you know what's crazy? I was dating this one girl and she she had posted something on her Instagram. And I was like, yo, I know that dude in, in the background. How you know him? And she was like, I don't know. It was just somebody. No, nah, I know this dude because he knew that he, he was he was with a friend of mine that ended up killing himself. And I was just like, oh, shit. What? Like, yeah. I was like, how do you know this dude? And so... And these little examples I'm giving y'all are are from actual rap songs that I've heard. You know, that last example was on a Nas song. Or, you know, a lot of y'all knew that was the J. Cole reference. So it's like those kind of those kind of songs, it's just like, yo, this is compelling. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 the kind of stuff I gravitate towards. Or if you're just talking some super slick shit about how lyrical, how lyrical you are. And like, you know, you battling cats. That's fun too. So it's just, give me, give me well-rounded. Give me well-rounded. Now, no matter how, how you feel about Meg Thee Stallion, whether you like her flow or not, at least she coming with something in the bars. 
She pissed off. How you saying this and that? She addressing people in her life that be like, you know what I'm saying? Pillow talking in public. She addressing all of that. And I'm just like, see, I can, I can feel this. Whether you like the song or not, at least I can listen to the lyrics and be like, if I was talking to Meg, at a, at a little mixer, at a little networking joint. And she was telling me, these bitches out here hating on me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, oh, oh. And I got the little snacks. And I'm like, oh, they be hating on you? Like, oh, damn. Dudes be out here talking about they smash you? They just be telling the world? Yeah, telling all my business. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm smashing the dude, but I ain't coming back for seconds. That means your dick was trash. I'm like, oh, his dick was trash. I'm all in. I'm all in now. Like, why Why he telling people that he smashed you? I don't know. You're supposed to keep that on the tuck. Real real G's don't be telling telling who they smash. You know what I'm saying? That's that's that, that's how I take it. Oh, I feel you on that because I don't kiss and tell. I don't even kiss and tell. Good. You a good dude. I mean, you, I'll be trying my best. You know what I'm saying? I should smash you right now. Wait. Smash me right now? Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second, man. Hmm. I didn't even like that, man. You're a little too young for me, but if we did do something, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell your business. I wouldn't even tell your business. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know what I'm saying? That's just how, that's just how I was raised. I definitely wouldn't say that we hooked up during the interview or nothing like that. I wouldn't put you, I wouldn't put you out there like that, but I appreciate you for even considering me. I'm going to go over here and get some more of this. Uh, they got some hummus over here and some, some good pita bread. I'll be back though. But I was listening though. I, I was all in. You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? That's the kind of that's the kind of lyrics I, I'm invested in. You know, that's what I'm invested in. Let me get back to an ad real quick though. So, speaking of money, rap, right? Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today uh, with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. We all know, man, when you got to wait every two weeks, when you got to wait every two weeks for your bread, when you working hard for the money, when you, when you working in that thing, Five days a week. Five days a week. You working in that thing, man. You waiting for that payday. You waiting for that other Friday to roll around. You strategizing all your bills and expenses. You be like, you basing it every, you basing everything on that next Friday. And that Friday don't come soon enough. Your energy perk up on payday. But you gotta you gotta wait for that payday, man. And in the meantime, God forbid, medical emergency. Your car on the fridge. Your car will betray you every time. Your car will betray you every time. Your car be like, oh, you think you got it all figured out, huh? You think you're getting over and getting it in, man? Fuck that, man. Ah, the radiator. Oh, God. Yeah. Ah, the power steering. What you finna do? Oh, oh, ah, ah. Ah, the tires, the alignment, everything's going wrong, huh? You thought you was going to coast, huh? The carburetor. 
Help me now, please. I can't. I told you the engine light was on. Didn't I tell you? You forgot. Now look at you. Just download the earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. I'm a tipper. You know what I'm saying? Tip McGee, tip Bayless. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your paycheck. Um, make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Now, peace of mind is priceless, y'all. Peace of mind? You ever had peace of mind? You ever sat in the peace of mind and been like, man, peace of mind. You ever catch yourself in mid-peace of mind and be like, woo, this feels good right here. This peace of mind right here, this is a good time, man. So download the Earning app today. Um, it's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. That's Earning, E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Verbal Cardio under podcast when you sign up. So go, go in there, go in the Earning app, type in Verbal Cardio under the podcast thing uh, and when you sign up. And it'll help with the show. Our verbal cardio on the podcast. Uh, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Man, get in on that earning, man. Earn that. You, earn, you earned it already. Just get it when you need it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You feel me? Um. Anyway, I know my patron saints sent in some questions. I want to get to a couple questions before we before we call it a day up in here. Um. Let's see what y'all asking up in here, man. Let's see what y'all want to know real quick. You know, what I'm talking about you feel me. Cafe Olay asks. <laughs> oh, this is for this. This or that. Uh, I'm going to come back to that. Um, Gladys Diaz asks, how you doing? How you doing, Tony? You know what? I'm glad you asked. I had an interesting weekend. So Kev and I, we went to Mexico City to shoot with Spectrum again. Right? We went to Mexico City. I've never been to Mexico City. Mexico City has been on my list for quite some time. I was like, yo, I want to go to Mexico City. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? But I knew I was going to go for work, so I knew I couldn't really take in the city like I wanted to. And when I think of Mexico City, good or bad, I think about Man on Fire, the movie Man on Fire with Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning where they kidnap her. This was in Mexico City. So I was just thinking about Mexico City. I'm like, yo, I want to go to Mexico City. So when I was in Mexico City, I was like, yo, John Creasy, man. You know what I'm saying? And Creasy Bear is one of my, you know, aliases. So I'm in Mexico City. So we get out there. We land like late Tuesday night. It's about a four-hour flight. First of all, I almost missed my flight because I underestimated that it was an international flight. I left my house. The driver picked me up at 3.30. 
the flight left at 610. That means it boarded at like 520. So I'm in mid-traffic. Kev called me from the little suite he was at. He was like, yo, Tom, where you at? And I was like, I'm about 40 minutes out. 40 minutes out? You know, it's the international flight. What are you doing, man? And I was like, I had nothing. I had nothing. I had no rebuttal. I had no rebuttal, no excuse. I was just like, you know what? I underestimated Mexico City. That's all it was. That's all it was. That's all it was. I'm thinking I'm in Cali. Mexico's right there. I'm acting like Mexico City was tier one. If you're not familiar with geography, you know what I'm saying? You go to San Diego. San Diego was about a two-hour drive from here, not including traffic. Now you can go down to tier one. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm looking at I'm looking at Mexico City like what is Tijuana? I'm like, yo, man, Mexico right there. It's around the corner. It's going to be a quick flight, man. It should be easy to get in and get out. I'm tripping, y'all. I'm, I'm vastly, egregiously, grossly underestimating the size of Mexico as a country. This is a country. This is a country, y'all. What, what am I thinking about? I've seen Mexico on maps. I know it's big. It looked like a big ass, fat, juicy, fried chicken tender down there. I knew this. But yet in my mind, I'm like, yo, we in Cali, Mexico right there. Mexico City is deep into Mexico. It's not at the top. It's not Juarez. It's not Tijuana. I knew it's deep in there. I was like, oh, needless to say, I made the flight on time because I have clear and I have TSA pre. The airport was not packed at all. It was smooth sailing once I got to the airport. But, man, the, the traffic leading up to the airport will make it make you feel like it's about to be home alone six at the airport. But then once you get in the airport, you're like, it ain't even that many people in here, man. What What was all the traffic about? Like, it's traffic outside the airport, scrambling to get in. It's traffic on the freeway on the way. So you just like, man. But I made the flight. I was good to go. No no booty clinch, none of that. I had time to go to the Sky Club. I had time to reflect. I walked. Anyway, so. So we get to Mexico City Tuesday night, late Tuesday night. So all we pretty much do, we go, we check into the hotel. And... Wednesday, we have a wardrobe fitting. So we have a wardrobe fitting. Um, I remember the wardrobe lady was like, Tony, you have lost weight. Like, I, I didn't I didn't get pants for this. And I was just like, uh, I gave you the information. I, I said, like, you know, my waist was, a, 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 I normally wear like a 36, but I, I can't wear a 34. Because I asked the other wardrobe lady, I was like, what size would you say I am in the waist? And she was like, you're 34. We got your 36. A 36 is loose in the waist, but kind of fits your thighs. A 34 would be a better fit on the waist, but it could be kind of tight on your thighs. I sent all of this in the text to the wardrobe lady. And so she was like, oh, you're killing me. And I was like, I could have sworn I told you uh, in the text. I pulled up my receipts. I was like, look, I told you. 
I'm 36, but I'm actually a 34. I told I told her exactly what the other wardrobe lady told me. And she was like, I did not see that. I, I didn't see all of that. I was like, this is why I like text messages and receipts. Because I knew, I knew on my part, I gave the proper info. Um, so it wasn't on me. Because I would have felt terrible, but I was like, I could have sworn I gave you the accuracy. Because I knew I, I, I know I'm smaller than last time. So, so we do the wardrobe fitting. The wardrobe fitting is a good time. It's like it actually, it's actually in somebody's house. So it was like a dope. the The house that we were doing the wardrobe fitting in was exactly what I pictured a, a Mexico City house to look like. It was like, like Western. The tile, the 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 paint, the way it looked, it was mad, it was mad green and lush in the little in the little open little backyard patio section. I was just like, the kitchen was small and quaint, and it was just like it was perfectly Mexico City. I was just like, this is the visual I expected in Mexico City, and boom, I'm right smack dab up in it. So the wardrobe fitting was a good time. I mean, it's as good as it can be. You know, I'm not a fan of wardrobe fittings like that. So we had time. So Kev set it up to where uh, we went to the pyramids. Kev, side note, Kev is a fantastic friend. Kev, he, he going to hate this. Kevin Fredericks is a fantastic friend. Now, what a lot of people don't know is that friendship is a skill set. Some people are good at it. Some people are mediocre at it. Some people suck at it. There's 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 different. There's definitely tiers to friendship, and I don't mean closest. I mean some people know how to be friends, and some people are are raggedy with it. Kevin Fredericks is a good friend. I just want to say that, and so he set it up to where because. Cause Kev was just out there with his family just to visit Mexico city. He was just there. And so he went back, he went back. And so he's like, yo, I'm gonna take Tom. I'm gonna take you to the pyramid since this is the only day we can really just hang out and do and do stuff. So he set it up with the driver. The driver um, took us to the pyramids. So Kev had already been there. He just wanted me to see the pyramids. Cause this is my first time in Mexico city. Good friendship. This, this is what I'm talking about. Good friend. Um, so we go. I'm like, oh, and you know me, like, you know, one thing about me, I'm a great audience. When you showing me stuffing, stuffing, <laughs> stuff that's interesting, I'm a great audience, man. And so the driver was worried that, you know, because uh, he had already took care of his family, so he was worried that I might not be interested in what was going on. I was like, man, you kidding me, man? Like, tell me everything, man, the pyramids. Tell me how old they were. Who built this? What's going on? I'm all in because I love, I love like, historical stuff. Historical stuff like this? I'm looking at old-ass pyramids. We talking BCE stuff? They started 100 years before Christ, that kind of stuff. How can that not be interesting to me? Because I immediately be like, man, what did they look like? What was they talking about? How they build all this? Now, I will say this. 
It was people out there making arts and crafts all over, all over and throughout that little valley where the pyramids were. And they were aggressive. I did end up buying this one little Jaguar thing that you kind of blow into it and it kind of makes a noise. Just as, a, you know, I wanted to grab something from over there. But they was just, man, this one dude, man, he had these like, he had these chains that were pure silver. They had like, um, had like the the Mayan calendar on there and just other stuff like that on there. And I was just like, nah, nah, I'm good. Cause I had already just paid, I paid that dude $50 for the little Jaguar joint. And I was like, all right, man, I, I, I done bought something, taking, I'm taking something back as a keepsake. And they had these dope, dope, uh, you know, skulls out there. The Mexican skulls. Y'all know what I'm talking about with the skulls. First of all, there is some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Mexican art out there, like the the jaguars and the and the and the skulls and the and the the stuff that looked like it's made from obsidian and just like it was be- it was some beautiful artwork out there, and like when you think about Mexico and you think about the rich, the rich artwork and the the day of the dead stuff and like, you know, all that stuff is just dope as hell to me. And it just looks amazing. And so I was just like, Ooh, I should have got a skull. They call them sugar skulls. Yeah. Oh, sugar skulls. I'm like, man, I'm on my house full of sugar skulls. Cause they, they just look dope as hell to me. So I was just like, I was just marveling. But now I'm trying to avoid eye contact because that one dude trying to sell me the chains, the necklaces, he wouldn't, he wouldn't take the no. I was like, nah, man, you know what I'm saying? I'll give, I give you this for 50. I was like, nah, man, all right, how about this for, for 50? He, was just, he, he wasn't even lowering the price, man. He would take some chains off and add it. I'll give you all three of these, all three of these for 50. I was like, nah, I don't want to. Well, I'll give you one for 50. I was like, no, man, just, nah, I'm, I'm not. He would not stop. I was like, bruh, qualis, qualis to, qualis, Qualis to bruh, man. Chaos un bruh. No. Como es bruh. Como, como, uh, buenas bruh, man. Bruh. Lo siento bruh. Bruh. Uh, how do you say, uh, bruh? No, nah, man. I know you. I know you hearing this. No, I know you taking this no in. No, man. He he was on me. He had me hemmed up for five minutes. I was like, damn, man. Como nosotros, bruh. Man, jeez. Anyway, so he was the last one to harass me. And so, you know, and the dude, the dude that was giving the tour, because he's a driver as well, but he, you could tell he was passionate about giving me the information about how the pyramids came to be. You could, I could just feel, I could feel his passion for giving me the information. I was just like, so I'm giving him the energy back. I'm giving him the energy back because it's like I like it. I like it when people are passionate about things. And so I was like, yo, he really feeling this, man. He all in. So I'm going to be all in with him. 
So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna return the energy he's giving. I'm not gonna act like I'm distracted. I'm not gonna just half-ass him. I'm gonna be like, you know what? Yes. And then, you know, he was gonna take me to to get some not tequila. It's a certain type of tequila, but we punked out on that. So we went back. I got video of Kev sleep in the car. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's what that's what friendship is. That's what friendship is. Um so Wednesday, Wednesday was a great day. We went, we went, we went back to the city. We went to this place that the one of the wardrobe girls told me about called uh Mora Mora. And she was like, yo, they get smoothie bowls. I was like, they get acai bowls, smoothie bowls. I was like, we'll say less. So I pulled up in there, we in there, and Kev told me about the Google Translate app map where you could take a picture of something and then it'll translate. What it says for you. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, Zay put me on to this. So we in there doing that. And so I give me a nice little smoothie bowl. I get a uh avocado toast. I get me, I get me my my green hoose and my black hoose. And I was we we was having a good ass time. I ate the spoon. The spoon was edible, so I had a good time with that, man. Great day. And then we got back to the hotel. Then we ended up walking. And then I ended up going back to Mortar Mortar. I went to a different location because they got several locations. Got another smoothie bowl and some more toast and ended my day. Started my clock. It was out here, man. And then um, so we started shooting on Thursday. We started shooting on Thursday. We have a shoot day. You know, it's a long-ass day. So we ain't had time to do nothing else but shoot. So we shoot with Spectrum. Then the next day. And on this on this day that we shot all day, it kind of messed up my my eating equilibrium. It was like the 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 caterers. I ended up having like a tofu tofu tacos for breakfast. Didn't even see the the tofu wasn't seasoned at all. I mean, it was it was it was stuff on the tofu that was supposed to make it look like it was seasoned, but I ain't taste nothing. I ain't taste nothing. The corn tortillas was handmade and handcrafted. They were good, but it was like, but you know, I needed I needed flavor on that tofu. So I had that. I had um I had mushroom tacos. I had some more tofu tacos later on. Um for lunch, they made me like some seitan and some like grilled vegetables. I had a little bit of rice. Um, and then I had a croissant. And so I was just I was just scrambling for my life as far as food that day. And then when I got back to the hotel room, I ended up getting an acai bowl because uh I just wanted to eat something before I turned my clock back on. The next day, Friday, we shooting, half the day we go to lunch. For lunch, I have Mortar Mortar again. I had Kev was like, yo, and this, this is why I say again, Kev is a good friend. He was just like, yo, tone, man. Let them know to to go get you the mortar mortar bowl. That way you have a lunch that you actually are attracted to rather than just scrambling by. And I was like, no, I don't want to. And Kev was just like, hey, can y'all go get him some mortar mortar? He he made the executive decision to, to have him go get me the mortar mortar. And they did it. Because I don't, I don't like to be no fuss, man. I don't like to be no fuss. I know everybody like to say Tony's old and Tony be fussing. But when I'm when I'm in a workspace... 
I don't I don't want to make nobody's job more difficult. I don't like to be demanding. I don't like to be none of that. I'll just be like, oh, I'll just take. So I'll, I'll, I'll be taking personal L's as not to just be too picky. It, it's just it's just naturally how I am. I don't like to make a fuss. I don't like to make I don't like to have people doing extra shit. So I'll sit there and suffer in silence. Kev was like, I know this about you, Tone. So, so he had them pull the trigger on me. They went to Mortar Mortar for me. And that bowl, this Mortar Mortar bowl was better than the other two I'd had. I was like, yo, this is, I was eating it fast. I was like, I was eating it fast in between the takes. I was just like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm. Ooh, ate the spoon again. And then we break for lunch. I had my avocado toast. Now, avocado toast was better this day, too. I don't, this particular mortar mortar, fire. Having a great time, loving life. And then after I have the avocado toast, I also have a pear, an apple, and a banana. And this is from the catering on set. I have those. So we go back to shoot. I start feeling weird. I start feeling weird. I'm just like, and you know, Spectrum, Spectrum like to do a lot of takes. They like to do a lot of takes. So I'm just like, I'm just trying to get through the scene, trying to get through the blocking, you know, people fumbling lines. I'm just like, yo, let's get through this. So I'm starting to feel weird, starting to feel weird. And uh, I'm just like, man, you know what I'm saying? And I look at Kev, I'm like, yo, hey, yo, Kev, man, I feel weird. He's like, you feeling dizzy? I'm like, no, nah, it's not dizzy. It's just a stomach weirdness. But I'm feeling like th- throughout my body. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of shaky. I was just like, mm, I don't know what's happening, but I feel something. And so I'm just trying to hold it together. And then I'm, I'm starting to get sweaty. I'm just like, man, what's happening here? And, and, and let me back up just a few, a few minutes. I did like a basic walkover within the scene. I do a basic walkover. And I feel like something got through my booty hole. I feel like something came out. Just a little, just a little, just a little, just a little boot, little peekaboo, something. I was just like, whoa, whoa, what was that? What was that? And I can't remember if I felt that before the lunch or after. It was, it was, it was, it was liquid. It was wet. I was just like, whoa. I feel like I feel like something just happened back there. Hold on. Hold on. So mind you, I'm still walking around the set. We still shooting stuff. And I'm just like, the minute, the minute we get a little break, I'm going to the bathroom. My booty cheeks clenched up tight. And so I'm just like, man, I don't know what's happening. You ever had those moments where you felt like you felt something down there? And you felt like, you felt like, yo, something happened down there. So <laughs> something happened down there. And in your mind, you feel like you doo-dooed all over yourself. But then when you go investigate in the bathroom, ain't nothing there. There's nothing, there's nothing on your underwear. There's nothing in the cheeks. You do a full, you do a full wipe. You just, there's nothing, there's nothing, nowhere to be found. And I was just like, but something, something came out. I don't know if it came out and went back in. Something's going on down there. It was some activity. It was some surveillance footage. It was, it, something happened. I felt it. But there was no evidence. I'm like, all right, whew, praise God. Now fast, fast forward back to now that I'm really feeling, I'm feeling weird now. So now I'm just like, yo, man, my stomach, 
I'm getting kind of shaky. I'm getting sweaty. So now I'm just like, I'm looking the part now. I'm just like, yo, Tone, you good? To hear was like, Tone, you good? I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I know a lot of y'all going to say it was the spoon. I don't think it was the spoon. So I go in the bathroom. I feel like, man, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm about to explode on one end or the other, whether it's whether it's my mouth or the booty hole. Some some got to come out of one of these ends. You know, you know when you when you had the double whammy, where you feel like you either gonna throw up or your booty hole gonna throw up. But some something's coming out. Only it could be both or it could be one or the other. This happening. So I was just like, oh, come on, man. Come on. Nothing happens. I go in the bathroom, nothing happens. I'm just like, all right, I'm wiping it down, wiping it down. So I'm just I'm just trying to push through the day, man. He's just like, you good? And I was like, nah. So I'm taking steel shots for Spectrum. I'm just like, yo, man, hurry up. I'm starting to sweat. So they get the they get the medical staff on me. So they check my blood pressure. They checking my my uh what's the thing when they check your your fingertips they they doing all of that i'm i'm describing what's going on with me they had me drink some electrolytes and i'm just like man i'm not feeling good y'all and it's coming in waves it's coming like in waves uh not the pulse um the oxygen they're checking my oxygen oxygen so i'm just like oh man dog so I, I get through the shoot day. Oh, no, no. I go I go in the trailer and I lay down. I lay down in there. I'm taking a nap. You know what I'm saying? They, they just like, let me get a doctor for you. Is there anything you want to eat? I was like, no, I don't know if I'm attracted to food right now. I don't know if I'm supposed to be eating. But the only thing I felt comfortable eating was, like, you know what? If you can give me a biscuit, that would be fantastic. I'm going to get the goddamn biscuit. Like when I'm sick like that, I only feel comfortable eating like breads because I feel like breads kind of kind of settle and coat and what I don't know what it absorb but I only feel comfortable eating like breads like if you can get a biscuit that'd be fantastic she ended up getting a biscuit she was taking great care of me by the way and so they ended up I'm in the trailer I pass out and then the doctor comes in he's just like he's just listening to me listening to my symptoms he's just like, it sounds like you have an intestinal infection I'm gonna prescribe something for that an antibiotic and also, I'm going to get something for the nausea, and I'm going to get something for the, the muscle aches. Because I started feeling like muscle soreness in my neck and stuff like that. It felt, it felt feverish because I was getting hot, too. And while I'm laying down, I felt everything in my stomach kind of settled. I felt everything moved down closer to the booty cheeks. I'm like, man, I need to hurry up and wrap so I can go to the hotel and let loose. Right? So anyway... I get through the shoot, and then uh, I'm feeling sick on the way, but I'm feeling like, man, I, if I can just make it to the hotel room, it's going to be fantastic. I make a beeline for my hotel room. I go up in there, and then before I even go to the bathroom or anything, I'm just feeling, like, extremely sleepy. I'm just like, man, this is just what's happening, man. I go to sleep. I go to sleep. I ain't even I ain't even I didn't even put on my PJs or nothing. I just laid down for a second and I go to sleep. Doo-dooed on myself, y'all. Woke up at 3.45 a.m. Doo-dooed on myself. Doo-dooed on myself, guy. Doo-dooed on myself as a grown man. 
Not even old, not even none of that. Doodled on myself, man. Woke up, eyes wide, like, oh my God. I know I'm not laying here doodled on myself. It was a crime scene up in that mug, man. I get up out the bed, I look back at the bed, crime scene. It's a brown murder scene. Evidence. I'm like, no, no. I'm thinking about the housekeeper, and I'm like, no, no. I go up in that bathroom, I waddle in, and I'm just like, ah, ha, who am I? Who am I, man? Ah, ah, my life flashed before my eyes, man. Who am I, man? Nothing is more humbling than doodling on yourself. It gets no more humbling than this. So, man, I'm on the toilet, man. It's chaos. Booty hole getting ripped to shreds, man. No, no pause, press play. My booty hole is getting worked. It's going down. And I'm just like, ah, Hi, I'm just in there in the nude, pigeon toed on the toilet, helpless. I got the I got the bidet going. I'm just spraying on all cylinders. I'm just like, oh, oh God, no, no, booty hole in shambles. And so I'm just like, so I go up in the shower. I got my, I got my little drawers and my pants in there with me. I, I feel bad for the drawers and pants, so I'm bathing them too. I'm bathing myself and the drawers and the pants. Although I know people are like just toss them. I'm like, I can't just toss shitty stuff in there for housekeeping to see housekeeping, man. I don't want housekeeping to know what transpired here, man. They gonna come up in there. It's gonna be like forensic files. They gonna be like, we found traces of doo doo. That's when we knew it was a booty hole murder. That's when they knew it was a booty hole murder. When they go in there and find the evidence. I was in there cleaning the stuff up with hand wash. I'm just like, man, get me out of here, man. I ain't never, I ain't never went through this. So after I after I done bathed myself and just I was wringing the clothes out. And I was just like, so I just get the towel. I get the towel and wrap the towel around me, and I just go to bed like that, like just in case. Because my booty hole betrayed me. My booty hole, while I was asleep, my booty hole wasn't there for me. Booty hole wasn't there for me. My booty hole was like, you know what, Tone? You on your own, man. It's coming out, man. They coming in hot. I can't I can't keep it closed while you sleep, while you in Dreamville records. We're gonna open the floodgates. There's too much pressure on me. I ain't signed up for this. Booty hole was like, I'm off the I'm off the job. Booty hole was smoking a cigarette on the side, just let everything loose. Booty hole was like, man, that's crazy, Tom. When you wake up, this shit gonna be wild. I'm like, man, come on, man. So when I'm sleeping in the towel, I'm like, so now I only feel comfortable sleeping in the towel because I don't want to ruin another pair of good draws. Mind you, I, I, I done cleaned up the little spot on the bed as best I could. I done covered that up with a little hand towel. I'm just in there just fighting for my goddamn life. Wrapped in a towel, just a shame, just the shame. 4 a.m. in Mexico City. A man on fire. My booty hole was on fire. 
My booty hole got kidnapped in the night like that little girl on Man on Fire, man. I was just in there, man. So I wake up, I wake up a little bit later, man. Uh, just another minor, <laughs> another minor mishap on the towel. So I'm glad I had the towel. Like, man, my booty hole keep letting me down, man. Hold me down while I'm asleep. Hold me down while I'm asleep, man. I need your help, booty hole. Booty hole's like, nah, man, you always talking about me on social media. Talking about worry about your own booty hole. You ain't worried about me. I was like, I'll be taking care of you, man. I take care of my booty hole. I don't never have, I don't never, I ain't never had nobody coming up in the booty hole, man. I respected you. I keep you clean. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had random penises up near you. Come on, man. Respect me. Hold me down in my sleep. Nah, man. You on your own, Tom. Mexico City. Oh. So now I'm ashamed of the towel. I'm just like, man, housekeeping is going to come in here, and they're going to know me, and they're going to be like, yo, Tony Baker doo-dooed all over the hotel room, man, in Spanish. Como es? Doodooed all over, and then, then, then the housekeeping lady is married to the dude that was trying to sell me the chains over at the pyramids. He was like, "Look at the dude that turned you down. He doodooed all over the hotel room. Look at, look at this. He gonna be like, oh, <laughs> Como estas? Perfecto. That's what he get. And I'm be just like, man, come on, man." Anyway, let me fast forward because we we done went way past time. And I, I ain't even gonna have time to get to no questions because because you asked how I was doing and I'm telling you how I was doing. Anyway, I was taking the medicines, I was drinking, I was drinking the fluids. Um apparently other people around the set was getting sick as well. So what they think it was was like a stomach flu type of thing that was going around. Um I don't think it was the spoons. It could have been the water that was washing the fruits that I had. I don't know, but I got better Saturday. I was able to shoot and make it through. No mishaps, but I had some tissues shoved down up in there just in case. And uh, I made it through with the medications and they, they prescribed also prescribed some diarrhea medicine. Uh, by the time I got back home, I was back to normal. My flight was smooth sailing. There was no issues on my flight. I feel like the, the most detrimental period for me was like that 24 hour period. And that 24 hour period was rough, but then, you know, I was able to make it through and I'm back at a hundred percent on, on this, on this Tuesday that I'm recording this. Booty hole crisis this past Friday and Saturday. I'm back to normal, yo. Praise God. I'm alive. I'm back up in this. And people always ask me, yo, Tone, how do you stay humble out here? I was humble before this. I'm triple stacked humble now. Having doo-dooed on myself. In Mexico City. I am better than no one ever in life. I just got to, I just got to say that. 
I'm sorry we ain't going to have time to get to the this or that or the other questions, but uh, I'm saving them for next week. So I will save these questions for next week, next episode, because we already an hour and 19 in. I, I done gave you the full. I went a long time on the rap, and I went a long time on my booty hole getting massacred. No pause, press play. I said pause. No pause, press play. Um. But yeah, y'all, I appreciate you. Shout out to the patron saints in here, man. I appreciate y'all for pulling up. Um, it's good to be back. I hope y'all had a good time. <laughs> My booty hole did not have a good time. But I hope y'all had a good time. Um, and I will see y'all next week.